Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now. In this hour, Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky in 47 seconds time. Calgary Flames General Manager Brad Treleving. We will tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. And Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. The River Cree Resort and Casino open 24-7 without restrictions, excitement, bet on it. And we we are pleased to welcome back to the show the assistant GM of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, Keith Gretzky, for our farm report from Bakersfield. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. You missing me? Of course. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll be sick of me shortly. <laughs> How are things there? Uh, well, uh, in Chicago, it's, it's, uh, it's probably a little bit nicer than Edmonton, but similar weather to a little bit of snow there today. Uh, so, uh, say, uh, same, uh, Giordano's pizza place, uh, for six days in a row looking outside the window. So you know how that works. Uh, exactly. nice hotel. A nice hotel. It's all about perspective. There's lots worse, lots worse places to be out there right now. Um, how are things going right now with the uh, Bakersfield Condors? You know, we've been pretty good. We've we had a good game in Stockton. I thought uh, for two periods we were just hanging in, and then I thought in the third period and overtime we we really played well. And um, <clears throat> against Tucson the next night, um, uh, we came up flying. It's I think it was our best crowd by far in probably two years. We had over five thousand people. Um, with a little bit of the restrictions taken off, so it's good to see the the fans in the building and and the guys play well. All right. Well, you mentioned that you hung around in that game against Stockton. That's Calgary's farm team. They got a really good team, um, and I think they've only lost like nine or ten games all season long. How critical was Stuart Skinner in what is he's been recalled? Uh, he's going to be backing up Miko Koskinen tonight. <laughs> But how did he help you uh, put yourself in a position to uh, get get some points out of Stockton? Well, you know what? I I thought he played really well. It was a bounce-back game. I, I didn't think he played the great the game before in, in San Jose. And the whole team kind of was flat and, and left them hang, hanging at times. But, you know, he bounced back, had a great game, and, and really was the reason why we won. And, and he kept us in, made some big saves. I think we had like eight, eight penalties that we had to kill off. Um, so it was important and, and good for him. He, that's why he's, I think, third in, in the league with uh, his record. So good for, for Stu. Is there, I mean, can you educate our listeners, Keith, on how far Skinner has progressed from a couple of years ago? Is it literally like night and day? Oh, big time. And, and it just shows the, the importance of a really playing a lot um growing up a couple years ago he was you know i remember at christmas time we sent him down to uh wichita in the east coast league he was fantastic on the road and and couldn't win at home his game was you know a lot of highs but uh the lows were really low and i think uh i think turning point was to be around everybody and in the bubble 
I think he came back. He was, uh, you know, he's growing up. He realized how hard you have to work in the NHL, and and he put the time in in the summer and and uh, with Swartzy and and you know what, uh, good for him when when you battle through stuff and and you mature on and off the ice and 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 Stu's done a f- fantastic job of of doing that. How would you respond to the people that would say, well, why don't the Oilers just give a chance? He's got the best save percentage on the team when he's been up here. Why not just give him a chance to run with the job? How would you respond to that? You know what? It's it's the right time, and 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 uh, the situations have to be right, and and he'll get his time, and and. You know, he got called up uh, yesterday, so good for him. And and now he has to run with it and and play well when he uh, when he gets that chance. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's 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 a tricky thing, right? Because he's still only a twenty three year old goaltender. Uh, the orders, Keith, and and you've been with the organization since August of twenty sixteen, so it's been you know basically six seasons now or five seasons now, but the reality of the situation is Edmonton hasn't had a history of developing a lot of defense or a lot of goaltenders. You know, they had, obviously, they, you know, they Moog was a little bit of a surprise. Grant Fear was not a surprise. I mean, when a guy's drafted in the top 10 of as a goaltender, he's expected to be pretty good. Uh, but there, it, it's a tough position. And it, as a result, is it a tough position because they take so long to develop? Is it a tough position to be patient with? It's both, and I think the biggest thing is is be patient, and and you know you got to play a lot of games, and and you're going to have ups and downs, and and Stu's a prime example of that. After you know I think the first year of of being in Bakersfield, it's it was tough, um, you know, like he went down to the coast, and and you know he even struggled there at times. So you know what you have to be patient and, and they have to develop they got to play a lot they've got to they also have to win you can't just you know play you know 35 40 games and and not have a good record you have to you know you have to do well you have to win um Stu did that last year good for him he he we won the pacific division here um in a in a shortened season but he was one of the main reasons why we won. So, you know, you have to you have to build your resume, and and he's uh, you know slowly doing that. Last week, the Oilers signed two players that were on AHL deals to two-year NHL contracts. I want to start with Vincent DeHarnay, a six foot seven, two hundred and thirty pound right shot defenseman. He leads the American League in plus thirty. Virtually all of his points, he's got twenty-two points in forty-five games. Virtually all of them are at even strength. Uh, he's obviously taken a, a quantum leap as a player, a seventh-round pick of the Oilers, to go from an AHL to an NHL deal. How has that happened for Vincent Tierney? You know what? I think it's another example of of you know guys develop at their own speed. And and Vinny, uh, you know, when he first came in, he struggled a bit with the speed, with with uh, the puck play, and you know he's a big, rangy guy, and he slowly has developed and into a really steady counted on defenseman that stays at home and he and you know he does get some points um and you're right he doesn't play any power play time so you know what he's he uh last year at the end of the year we offered he could have gone to wherever he wanted we offered him a two-year deal american league deal and we told him like listen you'll be treated as one of our own um even though you're on an ahl deal the grass isn't always greener on the other side if you prove that you know we think that you deserve a, an NHL deal after the two years, we we would sign you. And I think 
he played so well so far that uh, you know we stepped up as an organization and, and gave him a, a, a contract earlier, um, just because he's he's played so well. So good for Vinny on that. Now he stepped up and fought a couple pretty tough guys in the last week as well, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's had some. He, you know, he's he's a big man, and and you know what he he's when he does fight, he fights. It's, it's for a purpose, and and um, you know. It, it's just he's so big and rangy. It's hard to get around him. So he's a he's a type of defenseman that's it's very hard to play against. Do so you have a chance to make the Oilers? I mean, would you sign a guy to an NHL deal if they can't play in the NHL, Keith? I think that he has a chance. I really do. And that's you know, we always sign guys and thinking that they're going to play. And I really do think in time, then he has a really good chance of playing. He's he's mobile. He, like I said, he's got a great reach. Um, you know, he's, he's got some skill in him. It's, it's not high end, but he, he does do enough out there to, uh, be able to handle the puck. Bakersfield Condors, uh, general manager, orders assistant GM Keith Gretzky joining us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Bob Stauffer with you. It is 114 in Edmonton. The other player that got signed was James Hamlin. He was a scoring star for the Medicine Hat Tigers. I uh, went uh, to Bakersfield on an AHL deal. I think he's up to 14 goals right now. And he, too, got himself a two-year deal. How did he make it happen? I think hard work. Um, he's an Edmonton boy that uh, I think he benefited last year of, of training with our people in Edmonton in the summertime. I, I, again, we, we treat all those type of players that they're one of ours, and hopefully they pan out, and, and Hammer's done that. He's been, um, you know, taking a big step from last year. I, I thought he played well last year, um, but I I think he's an underrated player. Um, he may may take a little extra time if he has a chance to play in the NHL, but he he's a guy that can play center, right wing, left wing. He's great on the penalty kill. Um, he's what I love about him. He's tenacious on the puck, and and he's he's not a he's not one of those um, highly highlighted players, but he's effective because he plays the game the right way. And you need you need to have players like that, and and his work ethic is off the charts. And you know, and that's right. Why right now I think him Holloway and uh, Cambitz are a line and. They've probably been our best line as of late, and it's because they all work hard. Um, Dylan's got great speed. Cambitz brings some some heaviness to the to the line, and and uh, Hammers, you know, got the puck, and and you know his work ethic is is great. How close is Dylan Holloway, Keith? You know what? Um, I think Dylan's played really well lately. I thought uh, the other night against Tucson was probably, I think, his best game of of the season. I think he's building off of it. Um, are there things in his game that he, he has to get out of it to, to play in the NHL? Yeah, and that just takes time. It's You know, he's coming from college hockey. Uh, he's had a year off because of injuries. And and uh, but I've I've really liked his game. He's last game he used his speed on the forecheck, you know, early in the game, and and we scored off of it. And and that's what he has to do. He has to get in and, and on the on the puck. And I think we're playing with Hammer and and Cambitz, they do a great job of doing that. And that's how he's going to be successful in the NHL. And and uh, good on him. Raphael Lavoie had a tough start to the year. Uh, completely different player now. Yep, since I think December seventeenth was his first game that he scored a goal, and 
it's just not the goals. I think it's the, uh, you know, the winning the 50-50 puck battles, using the size, driving to the net, the little things to to, to make you a prospect. And, and uh, Rafi's done a lot of extra work because he struggled so early. And, and everybody thinks it's easier to score goals in the American Hockey League and the NHL. And it's tough. It's really tough. But I give him a lot of credit. He, he was, you know, probably pressing for a long time. Um, thought it was going to be easy. It's not an easy league. It's it's a hard league. It's a tough league. Um, so good on Raf. He's he's really taken a big step in in since December seventeenth. Uh, Seth Griffith came up along with Cooper Marodi. The last game the Oilers played before they got shut down to the COVID situation. There were lots of teams that got shut down at that time. I like what we saw out of Seth Griffith in that game against Seattle. Edmonton outshot Seattle 43-17 that night and came back from a 2-0 deficit to win 5-3. Would you have any hesitation if Griffith got another look here in Edmonton? No, I, I think Seth is a highly skilled player. Um, he's got great hockey IQ and... and he knows how to move the puck. I, I like that about him. You can't have, you know, 20 grinders. You need a little skill in your in your lineup. And, and you know, that's why we signed Seth. Is one thing down in Bakersfield, I think we've learned from a couple of years ago that when you come out of junior and, and all these guys have 40, 40 goals and 40 assists, that you think it's going to be easy. It's not. And you're putting a lot of pressure on them. And I think having guys like Griffith and Malone and, you know the older guys, Cracknell. It, it takes a lot of pressure off of off of the first year players that are coming in, second year players that have high expectations, and and it's a hard. It's 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 not going to be easy. It's it's a different league. They're playing against men. Um, so having a guy like Seth is is, is uh, very important for the organization. And you compensated him as well in terms of his AHL rate for the next two years. One final one for you. Uh, you know, Broberg, Niemelainen, uh, Lagason all up with the orders due to some injuries on the back end. Uh, and I, I see Dmitry Samarukov has started to generate some offense. He was a fairly prolific scorer his last year in the OHL. Has he turned the corner a little bit or is it more a byproduct of the opportunity with some of these other guys being up? Um, maybe a little bit of both. Um, I, I'm not too sure about that, but I, I just think that for for Sammy, it's not the points. I, I, we don't look at the points, and, and I know he was a high point guy in, in the OHL, but I think just the way he's playing, he's he's logging between 22 to 25 minutes a game now, and but he's playing the game the right way. He's he's not making mistakes with the puck. He's really making heads up, thinking, you know, moving the puck you know the right way and to the open guy and and his defending's been very good him and veneer have been outstanding together and they're hard to play against so i think again it just takes time and i i know he had a tough go in his his only nhl game this year but i think he he realized listen that i gotta listen to the coaches and they're, they're here to help me and i i know i have the confidence to be a good defenseman and and i i think the last few months he's He's been very, very good and taking a huge step on the back end for us. All right. Uh, Keith, you got two games. You're in Ontario tonight? Yep. We have a makeup game from from um, a while back. We played tonight and then we play Friday. All right. Uh, best of luck. And who knows? Maybe I'll see you down there Wednesday. All right. See you, Bob. Have a good one. S- 
Yeah, you bet. That is Keith Gretzky. It is 121 in Edmonton. We're going to take a quick timeout. I'm going to bang off some texts. The Oilers and the Calgary Flames tonight in the Battle of Alberta. And I'm going to throw this out yeah, for you texters. Do you have a favorite moment? in the Battle of Alberta over the years. And uh, we'll get to that. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. What is your favorite Battle of Alberta moment? This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oh, we're going to have some fun here in the next segment. Straight off to the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 124 at Edmonton. Cletus has texted the show to say, Hey, Bob, I went to Roost Chris and I had a great meal. I told them that you sent me, but they still made me pay the bill. What's up with that? Uh, my guess is Cletus, it's because your name is Cletus, they made you pay the bill. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I said, uh, I asked people to uh, list their favorite moment in the Battle of Alberta. Gordon has texted the show to say, my favorite moment was when Essa Tikkanen scored the game-winning goal in overtime uh, in the playoffs. That was Game 7 of 1991. The Oilers were up 3-1 in the series. Uh, Theron Fleury scored the game winner on a Mark Messier turnover. Messier was majorly injured during the 91 playoffs, could barely skate. And uh, Fleury did the... Uh, uh, it was fair. It was an awesome celebration. If you're a Flames fan, you just you celebrated after Game Six, tying the series three three. Back came the Edmonton Oilers. Um, this one comes in from Jay in Grand Prairie. He says, "Bob, uh, my favorite Battle of Alberta moment was when Kyler Yamamoto scored 11 seconds in and trolled David Riddick. That uh, was an awesome game. That was an awesome game. Oilers blew him out. Uh, finished off by a Gaetan Haas penalty shot. Of course, we have the goalie fight. A lot of you have mentioned that." Oh, this text comes in and says, uh, when Chuck laid out Cassian and then Cassian tried to be the tough guy with a guy half his size. Dude, they're the same size of guys, okay? They're, they're the same size of players. So, I mean, one guy's 6'3", 220, the other guy's six foot two and a half and 215. Uh, this text comes in, Dave Brown treating, uh, Jim Kite like a lawnmower. Best Battle of Alberta moments. And then number two was Gretzky Shorty and OT. Uh, yes, I, I worked with Darren Detition on Sports Night uh, during the 1989-90 uh, season and in 1991 while I was in university. And it was Dutchie's line starting a lawnmower for Dave Brown on Jim Kite. Uh, Gretzky's OT winner, 1988. I was in Confederation Arena in the dressing room. We were listening to the game and swearing because Mark Messier had taken a penalty earlier in the game. Ron from Red Deer says the best Battle of Alberta moment, hands down, was the goalie fight between Mike Smith and Cam Talbot. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Rob from West Edmonton says Gretzky shorthand and goal 88 playoffs. Dave Brown starting a lawnmower and the goalie fight. There we go. Mark says, what about when Jason Smith scored that beautiful goal on his own team? I don't remember that. Uh, infamous goalie fight, says uh, Jay. How about when uh, McTavish ripped out Harvey the Hound's tongue? That one comes to us from Scrummy. That was uh, a pretty cool moment. Uh, favorite Battle of Alberta moment, February 1st, 2020, when the Oilers beat the Flames. Uh, 8-3, loved Talbot and Smith going at it with each other, as well as uh, scoring a couple times within the first 53 seconds of the game. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't. was it eight three or eight two? I can't remember what the score was in that game. All I remember, well, we all remember what it was. Ka-ching has texted the show to say, "Oh, no, 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 no." Uh, this texter says, uh, "Best ever Gretzky high slapper over Vernon's shoulder playoff game sealed the deal for my pro line ticket." Ka-ching. was there a pro line in nineteen eighty eight? I don't remember about that. Uh, and you, I think I'd be enough of a degenerate that I would have. I, for some reason, I thought that was like 1990. I don't know, man. Maybe you were doing something at one of those sports bars back in the day where you could do those sort of things. Uh, uh, how about when Steve Smith scored on himself? Well, that's, uh, yeah, it was a pretty memorable moment if you're a Calgary Flames fan. That's for sure. Keep texting us. We'll get to more of them a little bit later on. I will tell you that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge, Ford of Wetaskiwin. I got a bunch of Oilers fans working there. Uh, they've even got a couple undesirables that are uh, Flames fans. Ah, no, those guys are good guys, too. Brent Ridge Ford, 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one uh, uh, with uh, discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny in the game, one 3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. 129 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, the general manager of uh, one of the best teams in the league, the Calgary Flames, Brad Tree leaving when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.